Y'all, for the last time this season, thank you for joining us here on the mixed table. We made it to the end. It was fun. This has been season four. Tyrone, how you feeling today? I think the neighbors think we selling dope. Must be because we got so many people coming up and down the road. They like, damn, they must be slinging some drugs. But they don't know that we handing out some hugs and love. And just some interviews is what we getting into. This is what we like to do. So don't get ensued by these riots we causing. Kind of like we be bossing. I just cut them off like we chilling. Not with the Rosses. I just gotta get this shit together they know i stay hot but i change it like the weather nah i'm getting better in my bag like some cheddar i pass it to my brother and go and tell him better you know i had to hop up on the mic for the rapper you know i'm the best in the biz and that's the chatter mm. i treat these boys like batter when you press them they start waffling i'm getting son they fathering i didn't mean to say that shit it doesn't matter mm. you know i got it again you'll know we'll do some more mm. this is the end we're here we're rapping season four mm. we're doing this shit on east or west we're coast to coast mm-hmm. where we are the hosts we do the most it is a toast uh, yeah. it is a toast like we clinking them glasses go ahead and pay attention like we teaching them classes but watch your mouth because we whipping them asses ripping up them hands like my name was Cassius clay or maybe muhammad i'm never stopping just keep this boat rocking and you see us at the top is kinda crazy fires we just be blazing no we so amazing nah we just be grazing we just be eating so stop with all the competing i just say it again i guess i be repeating and i'm finna show these boys that i'm never playing i just pass it to my boy and he finna go and fillet him i'm back up on the mic i'm about to be the president mm-hmm. You know why? Cause they like Ike, I'm resident Uh Cause I'm here every single day I'm from around the way, it doesn't matter You listen to the words I gotta say Uh I'm going in, yeah, they call me Matt Flynn I fling the ball to the end of the pickerin' Got a word, I'm pickling like cucumbers. Mm. I'm tumbling, I'm rumbling, I'm remumbling. Mm. I gotta mumble the black mamba, the sit the samba. I'm going in, I'm way too hot, I'm like a sauna. Mm-hmm. I got the plants, the flora, the fauna. Do you wanna? Mm. I gotta go, I light it up like some marijuana. We light it up, so we bout to get higher. Go ahead and tell your friends, and you can post up a flyer and let them know what it is when we out in the place. It's the mixtape, everybody go get a place uh, Mixed table, connected like cable Me and my boy, we the team, call us the stable So get connected like we catching them flights And everybody sitting looking cause we the top sight How is it going ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the season finale of season four. I am your host, Tyrone Shivers, right here with my best friend, my co-host, my producer, Mr. Young Seppi himself, Joseph Middledorf. Hello, hello, hello to all the beautiful people out there. Thank you once again for joining us here on the mix table. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we re- we made it. We've made it right here to the end, and we're glad you could be here with us. So, uh, yeah, man, we... Here we are. It's another one down the hatch. Dodging this this one little sunbeam that's like oh yeah, just dead center split in my face. I'm well, that's doing that's the way it is. One well, of if, these, if push comes to shove, we can always just close it. 
post editing and all those type of things and it's also audio so there's that for those listening there's a there's just like a, a little sunbeam coming right down the middle of my face mm. for those on video you can see it pretty clearly <laughs> so but season four season four man uh it doesn't it almost just kind of feels procedural at this point now yeah. like we're at the end and i'm just like i mean what is there really to wrap up it's just like it's just another day at the job it's like all right so but i mean i guess it's always good to just come and just touch base and just see like you know how far we've come as just people and and podcasters and entertainers and business folk and of all the such and i mean since i mean i guess we can kind of like fill in the gaps of things we've just mentioned offhandedly throughout the season um damn hold up let me try to turn this down i got you yeah you can get to get from there um but um yeah so so i guess like to fill in some of the gaps of what the people have been hearing i guess we can just talk about some of the updates that we have gone through since the season started so one of the big ones that you've mentioned is you started a cultural association now back home in portugal yeah i'm glad i'm getting an opportunity to talk about this yes. shout out first and foremost to diogo to laura to patty and to everybody else over there pulling strings while i guess i'm the one pulling strings remotely <laughs> for the ones like on the ground doing the work thank you all so much for picking up the slack while i've been gone um in the time we've recorded this, they just finished putting out their, um, putting out, they hosted our second open mic. Uh, it's a collection of people just coming together. We do some music. It's a, it's a true open mic. We also have like a scheduled concert at the end. It's an art market, local vendors, everybody. We had over 350 people through the door. Third event. Really proud of everybody. Proud of myself too. As am I. As am I. Now, Obviously, I've been hearing you talk about this the entire time you've been here. Even before you got here, I've been hearing you talk about it. But, you know, I guess the inner content in me has never actually truly dived into it until now. So what is what what was the thought in all of it? Like, what was the whole point in getting it together? How did it even come together? That's a you know, that actually that's a really interesting question. I'm Um, full of them. Yeah. um, Can you turn that down just a little just a touch? Thank you. So I don't really, I don't really know. We were kind of sitting around. Um, we were sitting around at the time I was recording the album. That was fun. Now what should be out by the time you're hearing this? Um, and I was working at the yoga studio doing that. And we were trying to, you were like, yeah, we need to start doing some concerts, start doing some shows. And, and we had a friend, Patty, who we went and like played poker with, um, who was another, well, he's not an American. He, he's, he's English. He's Portuguese. He grew up in Las Vegas. Um, uh, global citizen yeah just just a cool guy um and and he and his girlfriend is a really cool artist and i don't know we were just sort of sitting around and realized we had a lot of common interests and motivations Mm -hmm. um and i guess it's the whole part i guess community was really our our theme last season but realizing you can't do this shit on your own yeah but if you all it takes we got literally four people i found three people that were not myself and we got together and now we're throwing fucking concerts and we've got plans you know we've got you know art fairs we're trying to do like poetry nights we're trying to do like push actual portuguese culture fado nights and pimba and some shit like that and like all it t- literally just grab a couple friends that like doing shit and you can i don't know it's crazy how you can just start making some shit happen if you start like just leave the house easier said than done that's true uh because on the flip side of that you know what i've been doing in the meantime uh 
I've been trying to get back to sort of the basics of things that I've that I already do, like obviously, you know, the whole journalism, podcasting, whatever. But I'm kind of at where you are at mentally, but I don't have necessarily uh, the human capital that I can find. Right. Um, Because I have gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, I I have things I want to do. And I'm like, but I need people who specialize in all these other things who want to do it. But culturally, at least it's from my perspective, culturally, it's like everybody over here is so focused on, okay, what can I do for me that I can then shop around other people that it's like, I'm not necessarily trying to build with someone else because I don't want to be, I'm projecting maybe, but I, you know, maybe they don't want to be too intermixed with something else. So then if they get an offer, it's like, well, actually I don't do blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to guess. But for the most part, though, I've been kind of in this place where I have to I realize I have to convince people basically of what my ideas are. So I've been like writing a lot yeah. as far as like telling. So as of well, before this season even started, I've made like my first like I've been getting back into blogging and I've been doing like really like long form written pieces. And it's been really fun, I guess, for me to kind of just I guess a real simplistic way of telling the stories that I want to tell and the way I want to tell them. And it's so hard to just try to explain to somebody like, yeah, but I kind of want to, and this, that, and this, and it's just easier for people to be like, just read this and you'll, you'll, you'll get what I'm trying to do. If you read this, you'll understand. So I'm kind of trying to find my community for this, I guess. And I think you're, <clears throat> I think you're starting to get in there like with, cause I've seen what you've been doing with Jelani and what Jelani is doing in general and that whole crew that, they're all kind of pursuing their own interests, but realize that like, if I'm in your video and we're kind of promoting music together, you're in my video, like we're all, it's a collective, but it's not like, it's not like a formal yeah. collective, but I see the same type of thing. That's just like a bunch of hands together. Like we could, yeah. right now you're focusing on Jelani's shit. But yeah. I see a team building, Devante's coming in. Um, yeah, I guess I never, you know, it's one of those things you never really see what's, What's like right in front of you. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm also now have started working with Jelani Mani, friend of the show, uh, as like sort of like a, a his creative. Di- or I am his creative director. I got to start saying stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, don't now. undercut yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and that's been sort of like to me, literally just complaining about what I just said. It's kind of sort of has been that. Obviously, it's not the journalism space. That's kind of what I want to do, but it is offered me sort of a avenue to express other creative ideas and lend my mind to other things so that's been really fun uh at the time of this we've been doing a rollout for him and by the time this comes out he should have the whole rollout should be done and everything and i helped direct all the shoots i wrote the whole treatment and all that stuff so that's that's been fun for me that's been fulfilling so and I see you've got you've got more hand you can like you can tackle more ambitious projects and shit because you have more people around. You yeah. can have twelve people in a video, and I don't know, man. As you say, you've said a couple times, a rising tide raises all the boats or mm-hmm. whatever. That I don't know. I see you. Just, you're getting experience. You're meeting people, and like I don't know. I see you building the same thing. Because uh, again, and and that's what I'm seeing with the shit that we built here. You see a void you find something you complain about like there's not this here mm-hmm. there's your answer like yeah. that's exactly what you should be doing if you're sitting around you're like damn i really wish like it'd be so cool if we were one of these places that had a whatever like yeah 
just make it. There you go. I'm still long term. I want to bring back the underground. That's my like. Well, like, it's kind of actually been. I don't know if you've you've been. You, you're referring to Underground Atlanta, right? Yeah. So it's kind of in like this pseudo place now where it's kind of just used as an event space, really. Because I, I saw like some like head fund or something bought the space that uh-huh. like it was at. But I don't know. When I first moved here, I was eight or nine. And that was how you got to the Braves games. Like you caught the bus from the Underground. Mm-hmm. And the first time I walked through there, it was just like mind blowing. There was just so much shit going on and people. And, yeah. Like... I don't know. I feel like it, Atlanta is definitely in need of a space. Just I see how hard it's been booking shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was thinking back at my time in high school, like all the rehearsal spaces that we would use for school productions and shit when the school wasn't available were literally churches. Yeah. That's who has the performance shit. They've got the community centers, but it comes with like Jesus. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I see. I see that Atlanta could use a place that just like... I don't know. I don't know if it's ever going to happen with like with just the political climate here. Like, yeah, I don't know if, if a place like this would ever be allowed to exist, like where people can just sort of show up and hang out and whatever. Yeah, but like they're not spending money. So what are they doing there? Exactly. Because <laughs> I see I see like Ponce, like the new Ponce City Market kind of tried to be that. But mm-hmm. if you don't show up with 50 bucks in your pocket, like, yeah. It, I yeah, there's it, there's some pseudo art districts around here, sort of, kind of like you know, like uh, Walker Street for those of you who know. But like, um, and there's some stuff in Little Five that yeah, like, yeah. But there's not like a place where it's like, okay, we know we can, you know, for sure. Unless you're trying to pay, if you got money, everywhere will take you. But because that's like, I always forget with this association that like. In Portugal, all my friends are like, yeah, we just need to talk to, the, like, the local city government, like, and they'll fund all these projects that we're thinking of. Yeah. And just the fact that there's money, like, one, the, the fact that the money exists for the arts in the budget is crazy to me. But the fact that they, like, actually support it and they're yeah. like, yeah, we've got, yeah, we've got a municipal auditorium and we throw these, like, festivals and shit all the time. It could, it could happen, but we're building Cop City instead, so. yeah. And like I said, and, 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 and I mean, obviously there's that on the political scale, but I mean, the, like I said, there's some accountability on the people side too, because people just don't want to work with people like that unless there's some sort, unless they are for sure that there's like something at the end that, that they're for them. And, and that's it. Like all of us are working for free yeah. right now. We're, we're three events in and like, like as an association, like a couple hundred bucks in the green, mm-hmm. uh, for over three months of work at this point like if if we were getting paid along the way if we split it it's like 35 bucks a person yeah so but you got and that's i guess the thing is everybody tells you not to work for free Mm -hmm. and you shouldn't if you're getting taken advantage of like don't question if somebody's asking you to work for free like ask some questions like think about does it make sense because that's i see all of us like we're all we see in the future there's a chance that we can all get paid but Mm -hmm. like we're all kind of in it for the vision but i trust the people that i'm working with like to be working with them for free like i feel i feel i'm getting i'm getting stuff out of my time and my effort like i've i don't know but there's other people that if they were like hey we want you to come do this or that and it's like well i think you need to pay me to do that and You've got. You've definitely got to overcome that here. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and I mean, un- un- unfortunately, that's how it is. Um, but at the same time, and this is what the people who who 
who like this system will tell you to uphold it is that you do get to see though who is truly in it for for well not necessarily but you can find out who's in it for what you'll you'll slowly learn by this process like by people who are like oh well, I'm, not, I'm not getting enough streams it's like okay well why are you doing it for streams or whatever so there is that aspect to it but at the same time all adults does is also make a lot of bitter people and a lot of jaded people as well so i don't know i wish i had the answer but until then i just i can only do what i can do and again like if if you're looking to the arts to get rich mm -hmm. yeah you're already you're fucked up there to begin with there's yeah. a there's a million easier ways to get rich than like convincing somebody to buy some shit that you made like yeah. that that's such a tough sell if you really think about it um but if you're trying to if you're in it for the fun it's limitless like yeah. and if you're in it for the experience the community the this and that you can't lose and then i don't know i i was uh, tizo touchdown was talking about this on twitter it was mm -hmm. like don't be afraid to take a job to support your art yeah like because you're probably not like i'm thousands of dollars in the red on my music career so far and but i tutor math mm -hmm. and I don't know if you're in it for the money, especially off the bat, like it's never gonna, you're just gonna be sad and you're gonna be frustrated and you're not really gonna get many places. I don't know. I don't know, man. Money makes everything kind of shitty, but at the same time, yeah, it, like it, you can't, what, like, what do you want to do about it? Mm -hmm. it? Um, so I guess another thing you can talk about, fill in, fill in some of the blanks that we've been speaking about this season. Uh, your album. You've mentioned it at the end of every episode this uh, season, and at, at the time of this hearing, it's out now. Should be out now, yeah. So uh, just talk about that. I mean, technically, right now, as we're talking, it's not finished, but by the time you fear it, it'll be done. Media magic. So, uh, but still, though, we'll talk as if it is done. <laughs> like, talk to me, though, how the process has been, though. This is, this is your first... This is going to be my first, like... Like, this is the first time I sat down and was like, I'm going to make an album. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to be a collection of singles. Like, I want it to sort of be... It's called That Was Fun, Now What? Uh, the idea of that album, I guess, is... I mean, it's... Everything is projection, right? So you get... You get to where you think you want to be, and then you look around and you're like, all right, now, like, now what? Mm -hmm. um, and I realized, like, what I... When I first started making music, I just wanted to be somebody that made music. Mm -hmm. That was really my only goal. I was like, I need to get something out. And then I can point to it and be like, all right, I'm a musician. Uh, I'm a rapper. Like, see, look, I've got a tape. And that doesn't last. You know, like I sat down with the same motivation to work on the next tape. And it was like, well, it, I've done this. It, now what? You know, and so having to realize, you know, you get more introspective, like I've tried to stop lying so much on tracks. Um, I mean, lying is fun. A little bit of embellishment for the for the artistic shit is a good time. But like trying to trying to write things that are a little bit more true to me. Um, and yeah, just realizing like nothing lasts forever, including whatever mindset that you're in right now. Like do what you're doing now because like what happens as soon as you get to where you want to be your perspective changes and then you're like well shit maybe i need to be somewhere else maybe i need to be doing something else um what has it been like reaching out for features this is like the first time you've had to nerve yeah that's 
that's nerve wracking for sure. Like, just you know, on this, on this, it's gonna. Ronnie Duguid is featured. Jelani Imani is featured. And reaching out to you wasn't so. Um, that that one, I was just like, hey, Tyrone, you want to be on the album? But uh, yeah, I mean, because it's the same. Fortunately, I'd had some experience reaching out to guests on the show. Like, it's a little different, but it's still you gotta you're putting yourself out there, like. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's scary. You're sending a song because I had I sent um, I don't remember which song I sent. I sent one to Rokai, and he was like, "This is cool, but this isn't me." And I was like, "Okay, I mean, fair, like yeah. that." But like that one, that one, I was like, I didn't send another feature out for like another month. I had to, <laughs> I had to like, I had to like wind back up to be like, okay, no, it's cool. Like it, and then I list, I was like, yeah, it's probably not really his style. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's, but then when you hear it, like when you get somebody else on the song, like it's a whole other. It's the same thing. I feel like working with producers and shit. It's a whole new layer of things on a project that you wouldn't have come up with yourself. Mm. Um. Like, I mean, because you've heard the song with Jelani a bunch. He's got sort of like an auto-tune thing going on. I don't really use that, but it's a really cool sound. And now it's on a project with me. Like, it broadens up what you can do. Um, Again, I've already shouted out to Yogo, but I got to shout out him again. Um, An amazing recording engineer. He's a mix and master guy. He's the sound guy for um, Mars, which is the name of the association. Um, But him and his friend Alex... um, Alex produced three of the songs on this project and uh, one of the best guitar players I've ever met. He's trying to bring back uh, like that 2000s R&B, like Diddy and fucking, you you know the sound, you know the sound, Genuine and Diddy, like that era of music. Um, But I don't know, he's like, he's a guitar player in a metal band. Like he's all over the place. He's like, I don't know, again, it, stop complaining that there aren't people around you to do shit with because I moved to like a random little city in Portugal and I found the best producer I've ever worked with the best fucking mix and master engineer I've ever worked with just like sitting around just working on their own stuff like there are talented people around you I promise I promise you there's talented people start working on something and that makes approaching people easier as well I found that like when I first got started I wanted to reach out to people to be like to add legitimacy to what I was doing. I was like, hey, I don't really have anything in mind, but do you want to make a song together? Which is really like, hey, would you like to write a song and then like, I'll put a feature on it maybe or whatever. And and I wasn't, I, not a high success rate um, on on those kind of messages. But once I started, I was like, okay, well, fuck it. I, I don't have anybody to work with right now. Let me start working on myself. Let me start working on some projects. And all of a sudden, people start popping out because they see that you're working and all of a sudden you're not dead weight, that even if they don't immediately want to work with you, they see that you're like doing something. Yeah. And I don't know, I've because I've seen the opportunities that you've gotten since just starting to do stuff between the Reach TV, the podcasts that you produce, like none of that happens without you starting your own podcast first. Yeah. And once you start doing stuff, like other people that do stuff are like, oh shit, you do stuff? Yeah. Let's do stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a crazy thing. It's, uh, getting outside of yourself, you know, it is, uh, an interesting thing. 
and and I've said it a couple times this season, but like realizing the worst thing that happens when people say no or don't like you or you do something that you think is embarrassing. The worst thing that happens is like fucking nothing. Nothing actually happened. Like again, even if you get booed off stage, like what? Uh, nothing actually happened to you. Like your career is still. You've got all your stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It getting over that fear has been like the biggest thing. Um, you can just reach out. Like rejection. I mean, like it hurts, but it hurts less and less as you. I mean, until you get something like you really care about. But like, I don't know. Yeah, just stepping outside of your comfort zone. I hate these fucking cliche things, but uh, cliches are cliches for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. I don't know it. It's crazy feeling like capable and like. I don't know. I all the things that I can do now. When I started doing, I couldn't do them and didn't think that I could. Mm-hmm. But now I'm here. And, and now what? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Because once you figure out, I realized all the things I was trying to do were like arbitrary. Uh, I was just acquiring skills. Yeah, I wanted. I wanted a party trick. Basically, I was just like acquiring. I was unlocking the skill tree. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, oh shit, I can do things because. That was I can actually start dreaming on like bigger type things because it used to be I had to I was like ooh if I want to do this I want to I want to do a concert I want to do a concert but what I really want is I want like all the people fucking jumping up and down and and not do all this stuff at first I was like okay how do I get there well I need to learn how to write a song and then I need to learn how to record a song and then I need to learn how to promote and do this and that and, and all these things. So then I just started kind of like racking up skills and, and abilities and whatever. And now I'm realizing I've got enough of the shit unlocked that like I can actually start playing the game. And that's exciting. That's exciting. Um, yeah, that is that is kind of the, the, the fun part now of entering like these new chapters of life is under going into the new parts of the game now, but understanding the rule. It's like watching a movie back the second time around, but you already know the twists that are coming. So now you can examine, you can look at scenes differently now. You're like, okay, like, I, I, I know how to how to do this. And that's that's been kind of the fun thing, too. And that's another thing that's been more fun with, like, working with people is seeing what other things they have, like, yeah. brought on. Because a big thing I always say, like, you know, uh, you know, while Joe's been over here, we've been going over to Jelani's house, and I've been, like, editing stuff. And every time I go over there and use Premiere, some all of us learn something from each other like every time we go and edit something on there he'll do something and be like oh you can actually just use this and that'll make that shorter and i'm like wow i literally never would have even thought of that and then i'll just do something that i thought was so like duh and he'll be like whoa like that is revolutionary um so that is the fun part like you say like of just like getting the new tools but also learning other people's new tools and and like i don't know you think just like with a hammer you use it for like hammering in nails or whatever mm-hmm. until somebody points out did you know that this tool that you already have if you use the other end you can pop nails out or you could just like smash things with it i bet you hadn't thought about that or you could you could throw this hammer at somebody like there you have the tools but like do you have the vision to use them mm-hmm. and and that's one thing i feel you get in a feedback loop with yourself 
you you have the things in front of you you have all the shit in front of you right now that you got and you're like somebody else could get the exact same items that you have and make something else happen yeah and being around people you get the opportunity to see well what would they do in your shoes mm-hmm. like what here's this problem i have what's your perspective on it and yeah they've got a whole other way and they might not even solve your problem but they might say one little thing you're like yeah i didn't even like i think with just with working with jelani the idea of putting out multiple videos for a single song yeah i've always had the ability to do that and never had like the foresight uh to be like oh just do another video yeah i was like how do i keep i I put a video out i don't know how else to promote this song (laughs) put out another video like it's so simple yeah and until you have somebody be like you know you could just do this you're just gonna be staring at it with no clue. It's kind. Of, it's funny, like when we play Civ, and we're always like, "Oh God!" They just discovered like armies can stand next to each other. Yeah. Like people were probably like, "Duh!" Like, of course we can do that. Like, why didn't we think of that? Which is why, like, as soon as the the whole sort of monkey see monkey do way of people being like, they don't have. As soon as somebody has the idea to do something, what the fucking intro to um, Winning Time mm-hmm. that nobody ran a four minute mile because they didn't think it was possible, and then one person ran a four minute mile, and then everybody could run a four minute mile. Yeah, like, and now I mean, I guess that one's a little bit different. Like, there's like <laughs> technique or, uh, but yeah, anything like it until you realize nobody invented a cell phone, and now there's a million cell phone companies. Yeah, like it, it wasn't possible until it was, and then. As soon as somebody points it out, there's like a million different slightly... And this is why... So another thing that's... This has kind of been like a thing that me and Joe have just been talking about off mic throughout the season. So as some of you know, I like Moonlight <laughs> as a substitute teacher. Um, uh, but but the thing is, it's the district that I sub in is a much vastly different environment than what I went to school in. So it's just very eye-opening to me and learning like... How just being around people who have different life experiences and different viewpoints, like just how that shapes your mind. Because I see so much of like the high schoolers I deal with, they only can think three ways about certain things. And that's because that's all they've ever known. And that's all they've, as as far as they're concerned, that's all they're allowed to think of. But then I'm like, you know, I say something, it's like, well, actually, did you know it could just be this? Or you could actually just do that. Some of them are like, whoa, like, I never thought of it. But then some of them are just like, no, that's wrong. <laughs> like, that's that's just wrong. So, but some of them, I think, just have to be, like, repeatedly exposed to things a lot of times for they just understand, like, oh, like, you can just do things this way or you can live this way or whatever. So, it, I think it's a whole big thing. I think it's the important of, like, exposure and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's weird with like with the internet that we have the we have the ability to be like infinitely exposed. Like right. everything is at your fingertips, but it feels like for the most part, you're more pigeonholed than you've ever been. Like mm-hmm. we talked about this too. Like I wish the Netflix there was an option like on the streaming platforms. Like show me the opposite of my algorithmic suggestions. Show me the shit that I would be like zero percent, one percent interested. And the stuff I'm even more interested in is, like, the stuff in, like, the 40 to 60 range. Yeah, but show me stuff I would have no feel. You think I would have no feelings Yeah, toward. you can't figure out what I love or hate this. Like, show me that shit. Like, yeah. Because 
that's I love going to other people's houses. Like if I'm I stayed with a friend and it's a bunch of girls that live in the house. And so there are Hulu suggestions. I hadn't seen I had never even heard of like half the shows. That yeah, because it's the same 12 shows in every category. I used to love when we had that. Uh, well, I don't know if you used to use it, but that Netflix account that a friend of ours had gave and I had given out to like 50 different people. Shout out to you, Aaron, Amy, whoever the hell you are. <laughs> but I used to have your Netflix account. But um. Yeah, no, I remember I would just love going on there. It, well, it was so drastic to me when I had my own Netflix account because I'm like, fuck it all. Like, I already see these shows like this. But when I used to go on there, it used to be like, wow. Like, yeah, and they'll be like, here's some movies that you'll probably love. And it's like, yep, you got it right. I do love all these movies. I've seen them all. Like, yeah, they're, they're really good. You nailed it. Now what? Like, yeah. that was fun. Now what? And... That's, I guess the other thing is that I see it's the, it's the patterns and shit that I'm arriving at the, that was fun. Now what conclusion and basically every aspect of my life where I'm like, I just sort of feel like I've done all the shit that this version of me would think to do. And so it's either be bored or reinvent yourself or, or figure out, I don't know. I've been trying to be more intentional when I first did this, I, I went to, like, intellectualizing my feelings and shit instead of feeling them. Mm-hmm. And I've been getting better about, like, actually feeling shit. Um, like, letting things sit and, like, being like, ah, this is what sad feels like. This is what anxious feels like. This is what this is what jealousy feels like. Like, let it sit and, like, don't don't try to figure it out at first like just sit in the moment for a minute and then once you're comfortable there you can be like mm-hmm. i don't know you can look around you can decide you know how did i get here you can you can you can trace your road back um it's it's the difference i've been talking to a lot of my friends in portugal about this it's the difference between impulse control and impulse suppression mm-hmm. that uh, for a while, I was like, yeah, I'm getting very mature. Like, I'm getting good at making, like, the right decisions, the this and that. And realizing what it was really is that I was just, like, tuning out 90% of all of my thoughts and feelings about shit. Like, I'm letting myself, like, think, like, oh, yeah, you could, like, you could jump in front of that car. Yeah. Like, you, your brain had the idea that, like, that's something you could do. Don't. Mm-hmm. But, like hear that hear hear that because i realized i was missing out on so many other cool opportunities because i wasn't even i wasn't they weren't even on my radar like i was i was just like nope this is what i need to do and these are the things that will get me there and anything else yeah i'm not interested and i was really like that's not control that's that's just suppression like Mm -hmm. let yourself let yourself hear all the terrible ideas because there might be one in there it's, that isn't terrible or like it's I don't know yeah I don't know you kind of get what I'm getting at though yeah like, just being comfortable with not being comfortable for in, in a simplistic way of putting it um just understanding that because I say this I was real big on this a while ago I used to be like I find it so interesting that people have negative feelings about negative feelings like I used to be like people are so afraid of just anything being deemed as bad or whatever bad is people just don't even want to but i was like dang i feel like if you got a better understanding of what all that was over there you'd probably get a better understanding of the whole field probably and that's i've noticed too like i know you you always kind of liked the villains more in media and shit than i did when we were young Mm -hmm. and now i'm watching stuff and like 
I'm looking at everything and I'm like, what? He's right. Like they're like if they if they push it to like the like the we need to kill everybody. It's like, well, okay. Yeah. You missed it. You missed you. You went. You overshot it a little bit. But like, I don't know. Realizing that you can be ugly, you can be. You don't have to be right. Like what is right and wrong? Like Attack on Titan. It's got him, you guys. We got him. We got him. Yeah. I don't know. That's, I don't even. I don't even really relate to to yeah, Aaron I know. that much. I would just but put that, like, that, that, that that dilemma. Yeah, and I don't know, man. It just because realizing I was I was relating to the the protagonist out of like self preservation. Right. Like that was the only line of existence you're ever really shown. It's like you need to be like the you want to be the hero. Mm-hmm. You're you're taught to be the hero in the yeah. story. You can just be an extra. Like yeah, you can just you can be on your whole like who gives a fuck about the plot like it, I don't know. Yeah, and because what would what would really bother me the most was like I'd be like the villains are in here like they're messing everything up like if it was just if it wasn't for this person everything would be perfect mm-hmm. and realizing like nah nah and like what is messing everything up like and who. Who? What is even getting messed up? Whose vision is this that's getting? Yeah, and and realizing that they're both equally valid. Like one doesn't exist without the other. Yeah, like we all wear. Like I'm wearing a, a, a you know a, a hoodie, and you've got on this like, and this is what's comfortable for me to wear because like these are the clothes I'm kind of familiar with and whatever. But mm-hmm. if shit just went completely different. 300 years ago like we might be wearing completely different things and we right now would look at this like no that's not right like but says who says what like it, it i don't know seeing how much of everything around you is just constructed that's just how it happens to be right now this is where we've arrived at because there's 20 million people all driving the ship at the same time like there is no real consistent through line vision of mm-hmm of whatever but you're kind of sold that it like it needs to be one way yeah and it doesn't yeah well i think that's something that uh we will uh, hopefully i know that we have been seeing at least in the people that we keep around that it's been something that people are starting to understand the older we get that you know because i'm i'm meeting a lot of my friends now who are starting to be happy because they're starting to realize like oh damn like i can just go do the things that I've always wanted to do. I can just, and I enjoy when I get to tell people that I'm like, hey, you don't have to like do that, you know? And so I, I think that's something that I'm, I'm excited to see everybody start to realize about themselves in the next coming years. And I think um, the first person that woke both of us up to this is we had a friend named Paolo. Mm. Um, and right out of high school, everybody's you know stressed like i'm going to college or i'm going to the army or i'm doing whatever and paula went and did he did he own the pawn shop or just start working at it something about a pawn shop he started just yeah i don't know if he worked there or owned the shit but like he just started working at a pawn shop and i saw that he didn't die like he didn't just like he didn't sail off the edge of the earth and just like yeah he did something that was nowhere near my radar of like possibilities and it worked out fine yeah and he was like really happy i was like i was sitting in college fucking miserable and i was looking at him i was like he one he's not in debt right now he's making money and he looks like pretty happy he's not stressed about work yeah and why the fuck am i doing any of this yeah yeah and that's been a 
a, a consistent thought in both of our heads every time we think of like, oh, do we have to do this? No. <laughs> like Shout most, out to Paulo, man. Most of the time, the answer is no. And although, don't get me wrong, Paulo, you are just an idealistic thing. You could be depressed, yeah. <laughs> for all we know. It's been, but, yeah. Uh, prayers. But, but yeah, you're an inspiration to yes. us both. So <laughs> keep keep it up if it's going good. So yeah, man. Shout out to Paulo. And and I realized both in, in watching like in watching Succession and just like watching how things play out. So much of America and just like I don't know, people in general is forcing people into a situation where they only have one opportunity like they only have one choice to make. Mm-hmm. Um it's either you do this or everything goes bad. Yeah. Because people get predictable. When you give them one option, it's pick this or this, you've got a pretty good shot. Like, you've got at least a 50% chance of knowing which one they're going to go with. Like, it becomes easy to realize. So, like, if you find yourself, I try to avoid situations where I have nowhere to go. We talked about this, I think, season one, just like flexibility. Yeah. Having just like, but when you find yourself where you feel like you're backed into a corner or whatever, like, question. Do I really only have these two options? Like, mm-hmm. is is this, are these truly the only two things? And sometimes it will be. It's like yeah. it, if your option is like, hey, the landlord or get kicked out. Like, those are basically your only options. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know, man. Basically, anything else. Question: Why? Why are you so determined to make me make a decision right now? Yeah. Why are you pushing so hard for me? Like, why? Why can't I make this decision tomorrow? Why mm-hmm. can't I do that? Why does it have to be right now? Yeah. Because oftentimes when people are like, it's right now or it's not, it's never. But I think another thing they're though, pr- they're preying on your fear of of either missing out or. Another thing that though we that I guess we're kind of discounting though is that a lot of people don't. Ha- what is the word I'm looking for? They don't. They don't. They don't have. They don't have. They have a blind spot essentially, as far as like to thinking like that. Because um, what I was gonna say is, you know, uh, a question that I asked a lot on this season was to a lot of our guests was, you know, what are you doing? Whatever you're doing, what are you doing it for? Um, because a lot of them, I think, are still. And and I believe that a lot of you guys will find these answers along the way. So it's not like an indictment against any of you guys. But I found that a lot of our guest answers were just basically, you know, I want to be successful. I want people to think that I'm this or that I want people to look at me and say whatever, whatever, whatever. And and we've had conversation because you asked this to your students, too. Yeah. And and I know the answer that you like you don't like that I did was the kids that was like, I really don't care. I just want to be happy. Right. I like that answer because if that's your mindset, who cares if the variables change? Like mm-hmm. you're, you have the flexibility to be like, I'm not so determined to be this one thing above being happy. Like yeah. if this is really being detrimental to me, fuck it. I don't mm-hmm. want that. I want to be happy. Yeah. That's how I view that answer. But I know you don't view it that yeah. way. Yeah. And uh, the reason I, I view it differently because I view happiness as just as any other emotion. It's it's a fleeting thing. Like, yes, you can strive to be happy, but now what? You know, you're happy. Then what? It's, it's going to go away. There's going to be something. So I typically follow up with that as question is, okay, well, what does happiness look like to you? Because then, you know, if if you know what happiness looks like, then it's easier to something to strive for as something you know, abstract as just being happy. So I like to ask our guests that because I would, you know, 
Well, the greater point I was getting to is that I think a lot of people still don't know why. Like, I think they're still attached to what the board, what society, what the standard says I have to be, what my choices are. These are what my choices are, so I have to stick with them. But I try to get people to understand or just under like, what are your choices? Like, what would you rather the things be? Like, I know what you want people to look at you and say. I know you want people to look at me and say, oh, you've helped people or look at you and say you've inspired them. But when there's nobody else in the room, what do you want to look at it and say? And, and why do you want people to view you that way? Like, and a lot of the time like those are tough questions to answer because you're probably a little bit more selfish and self-serving than you're willing to admit exactly so i never I, press it so but 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 and that's i found that like my whole like being happy is that i realize i'm happiest again because it's there's no hundred percent but i'm happiest when i understand why i'm doing the things that i'm doing mm. where where the tasks i have to do in the day make sense to me I'm like, okay, like, I'll never be happy I have to do the laundry. Mm -hmm. But that's something I've accepted. Like, well, if I don't want to have dirty clothes, I have to do do the laundry. Like, I have to do, there's some things that you have to do, but it makes sense. Mm -hmm. And, and when, when I've got the the tedious thing that I have to do today is like, we're going to sit and listen to this like eight bar section of a song a million times to get it right. That makes sense to me. I'm like, cool. I like, I can see that. But if somebody else, like other people, would be like, this is literally torture. Yeah. Like, fuck this. I can't listen to this again. Mm. Um, and and that's sort of my de- I, where I've realized where I just like I want to be happy. What that means is I want to know why I'm doing. I like that too. I might add that to like the whole like you know, even if you don't know what you want to do, know why you're doing what you're doing. Hmm. That's a good one. Because that was always the shit that, like, when adults would tell you to do things as a kid, I was a big why kid. Because I hated when they would just be like, oh, because I said so. Like, that's a terrible fucking reason that. And unfortunately for, like, my parents, one of our middle school teachers was like, yeah, if an adult says because I said so, like, that's bullshit. Like, they, (laughs) like, ask why. And, and I was, like even if it was something that I didn't want to do, if they could give me a reason why I needed to do it, I would at least know why I was angry. Right? Like, I would be like, I don't think I need to do this, but like, fine, type shit. In a rational kid's mind, yes. But being a sub, I've learned that because I said so, sometimes... Sometimes you gotta. Because what happens if I give you a reason and then you don't get the reason? Yeah. Or the reason to you is not good enough. Yeah. So then it's like, all right, well, because I said so. <laughs> yeah. And and that's again, I'm like I'm scared of having kids because all of these principles and shit that I have that are so simple and cut and dry to me, I realize I'm going to be put in a situation where I have to I have to betray myself <laughs> and be like, "No. Shut up." Like yeah. and, and I'm just like, "No, no, no." I'm not, I'm, I don't know, I'm not, I know I'm not ready to face yeah. those situations yet. And, well, whew, hopefully we won't have to. Well, not in the coming future. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of the coming future, though, um, what's, what's looking for? I guess by the time this is coming out, what I'm looking forward to is to coming back to Portugal again in the fall. Uh, I guess, you know, doing more stuff with, like, 
Jelani and helping out with other people's projects. And I, I forgot. Yeah, I've got um, you've got a space now. Like we're gonna set up an actual recording studio yes. and and looking like the space itself is enormous. So I want to do like setting up a, a dedicated podcast studio for again showing people that they can they can just do the shit themselves like you don't have to be i think podcasting is one that people have realized you can just <laughs> yeah. fucking start yeah like and people love to hate on the shitty podcasts out there but like i just see what i've gotten out the self-awareness that i've gotten out of this podcast like i think podcasting is cool when it's like like you said when there's purpose behind it when you know why you're doing it if we're clearly we're not getting up here saying Twitter topics and saying uh, our complaints about men and like we we have a goal we know why we're doing it so it it hits different but even I but that's the thing even if you even if that's all you're doing with your podcast like eventually you're either gonna I don't know like I because the reason I got into making songs and shit is not the reason that I'm making songs now but if I hadn't started then I wouldn't have gotten to the part where I like had a purpose or had an idea like Anything, I, I don't know. I, I never want to discourage anybody that's trying to do something creative in right. any aspect. Like, it's just like, shit, you know? I mean, just the version of the show that we're doing now is way different than, yeah. like, where it it started. Well, I guess I should say then your purpose should be in starting something, even if you just want to start it and you don't know anything about it, your first thing to learn should be, why am I doing this? I feel. Yeah. Like, But, but I don't know. At the same time, just start. That's that's what I'm saying. Like you starting the first goal and starting is all right. Why do I want it? Not saying you should. So like if you want to make music, start making music. And the first thing you should want to get out of this is why are you doing it? Yeah, that's that would be my advice to you. And anything, if you want to start a podcast, fuck it. Start it. Start talking about. I don't care what you start talking about. But in doing that, you should be asking yourself, okay, but why am I talking about these things? Why do I want to... And you can't lie to yourself about it either, because if the answer is, I would like more attention, that's a perfectly valid reason to start making music. But you got to be able to live with that. Yeah, like, sit in that. Like, that is why you're doing it. Fine. Like, cool. I bet you're going to make some attention-grabbing shit. You may make a better show. Because the thing is, when you don't, it shows through when you're trying to cover up you're doing something for whatever it shines through just so. lean in because when you actually know what your goal is it's a lot easier to get where where you know where you're trying to head you can get there a lot easier yeah and faster and and i don't know man that because i that like it's not the only reason i'm making music but i was like it's heavily in there i'm like i like when i tell people i make music and they're like oh you make music that's cool yeah i like that that shit is fun it's a it is a it's so much more fun than when i see oh what do you do blank like, yeah cool <laughs> and like i don't know i really do enjoy that part of the interaction it's part of the reason i make music it's not the whole thing but it's in there and but for a very long time, like, that was why I couldn't record music videos I didn't want to promote, like, because I didn't want to admit to myself. Part of this is because you want some attention. Like, yeah. you you want people to watch what you're doing. And I wasn't willing to be like, I wasn't willing to sit in that. And so I wasn't promoting my music. I wasn't doing anything. I was like, why is this kind of unfilling? Why, why do I feel ashamed for, like, posting a song link? And it's because I felt ashamed that I wanted people to listen to it. Like, and I wasn't willing to just like 
don't know, man. Look yourself in the face and just like kind of sit with yourself. It's yeah. scary. Can you sit along with your thoughts? I do it all the time. Only child problems, right? <laughs> all right, man. Let's uh we we've made it here to the end of the season. So we're gonna bookend it, you know? We came in with the freestyling and we're gonna end with it. So Joe, let's together think of what we think are three words, topics that we feel uh, represent this whole season. Uh hmm. and we'll do a little little ditty. Um I think a big one would probably be futures not necessarily future, but maybe i guess uh intention i like i like intention and more of these in words <laughs> shout uh, out to vash noir intentions um i don't know do it do it okay do it. um no nike but just do it um maybe like possibility okay um let's see uh i'm thinking let's do something a little like meta let's do lighting because this is the most lighting we've ever used in a season <laughs> yeah you've seen we've been flipping if you've been watching the videos we've been flipping the set we actually have like a we're not using it today but we've got an actual like studio uh -huh. light um so actually no because we used enlightening a while ago yeah let's do set or set piece or however you want to do it. Set. Design. Set design. There you go. Set design. Boom. Okay, so we've got intentions, do it, and set design. Cool. And what kind of beat you thinking? Um, hmm. I want something like fun, something kind of groovy. Okay. Um, Let's see. I have my phone here, so maybe I can scroll through some things I've, I've got an idea okay i am all ears i am all ears interesting that's a <laughs> i don't know what that beat sounds like the freestyle over but put it on we'll see all right let's see i want to know who motherfucking representing it here tonight let's see what are our words here? Intentions, do it, and set design. Hmm. Okay. I don't think I've ever freestyled over feet, and I usually get on all the new Drake. Uh. Uh. Yo. Uh. The season four wrap up. Uh. The mixed table coming at you in 60 frames per second. Tyrone, talk to these people. Uh, give them a piece, break them off with a little. I got a beat on the drum like a paradiddle. Find the riddle and solve the answer. I'ma make them sick like I was given the cancer. But hold it back, that's retention. Make my moves with good intention. I go one way, then go the other. Put the pillow on your face if you're sleeping, I smother. So tell your mother, your father, and your pappy that I'm about to get in here and get active. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying, but I'ma pop on the beat and show them how I be playing. I go in 
slay him right on the beat I'm about to cook it up like I just stay with the heat I just do it like Nike, get in your psyche I'ma hop on the beat like I was riding a trikey I'm head of my time, I'm all in my mind I'm about to put it right in front of you It's like the design of the set You know what's next? So go ahead and just tell him, Sep You know I ride the beat like I'm riding on a bike And I pedal around and I live my own life mm. And I gotta do it and I'm going through it And I go and do it again and again I'm going with it You know I had to go and like the shit just like the set You know I had to go and do this shit just like a pet mm. You had to know I had to Okay, I'll go again mm. You know I had to go and do this shit I'm going again yeah. You know I had to do this shit You know I had to mention mm -hmm. It doesn't matter I don't care about your fucking intentions uh -huh. You know I'm going around You know it's like retention You know I got the shit inside my mind That I forget to mention Ooh, this shit's a little bit of tough Yeah This is tough You want it We, want, we can slow it down a little bit Okay It's the finale It's our show We Fuck can do what we want Yeah <laughs> Mm, 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 mm. But I'm gonna listen to the yeah, breakdown. Watch the breakdown. The breakdown. We make sound. So come around to our town and get down. So we gonna wake it up like a gown. Uh. Gotta, 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 gotta. Again, um. We discovered this early in the season that like if you're looking for New Orleans bounce beats, like it's all Drake type beats because of this song. So um, I know what we can have fun on. It's okay. slow. We were messing around with this one uh, pre-production, but uh, put on uh, I can't believe it. That one was really fun. Uh, I think that's a lot of time and space. Got me with these N words again. Four syllable. <laughs> I can't believe it. Alright. Okay. Ooh. Round two. This one's for real. Mm. Hey. I don't need no beat to lay it down like it's right on the sheet. I stand here on my two feet. This is how I do it. I put it together kinda like a Rubik's Cube. I refuse to lose. Excuse me if I came through with a bad attitude. It's not my intention. Please say your name. I forgot to mention that I don't know just how I flow, but I'ma find my way like I was getting in the codes. But look all the lights. We finna get fly like a kite. Glasses on, cause I'm out of sight. But I'ma go and turn on the lights so you can see the set. It's no flex I'm about to come in here and just wreck Some havoc when I come in and just spaz it And I'ma go run it like a rabbit Kind of a bad habit You know I came in just like a wrecking ball You know I had to get the shit down inside the mall mm. You know I wanted a few, know I want them all mm. You know I'm gonna do this shit You could call me Paul Mall mm. Cause I'm smoking You know I'm just woken I'm awakened You know I'm not taking any liberties You know you can't get with me you can't fuck with me, you know you got your, uh, your uh. limitations I'm in your fucking nation, you can't be me There are no imitations I look myself in the eyes when I'm rapping You look yourself in your eyes when you're capping You know you can't do this shit, you know I'm really snapping Like a turtle, you know they call me moaning myrtle In your fucking mirror, I'm in her ear though You know I'm pulling on an earlobe 
Uh, on an earlobe, but here we go I'm finna get this thing like a weedo uh, That don't make no sense But I'm about to get some dollars like I'm making some sense So let me vent like the AC Need the money, so just go pay me I kill these bars like my name was Jay-Z No Beyonce, but I got a lady on my side Real nice, we about to cook it up No rice, I've been cold like ice, leaving itching for more like ice. Ooh, they can't believe it. Uh, nah, you just gotta receive it. No deceiving, lay it down like that boy been beaten. And I just do it all day in the weekend. You know, I'm sipping on beats, they're pouring straight out the bottle. Mm. Get your boys and teach them how to squabble. <laughs> no Jerome, I'm here with Tyrone. I'm here in his home, and we're coming to you off the dome. I'm going in, you know, I had to flip it. You know, I had to fucking. And go and shit it You know I had to go and ride it like a ripstick I'm in your neighborhood Looking mystic uh, Looking mystic, don't miss it Come through with my boys, we gon' kick it Stay dripping like some fresh water Came through your place, you know we gon' slaughter You and all your mens We just come and shitting on a minute Depends like a pamper Official, go and just stamp them uh, I gotta go and just ramp them you know I'm stamping just like I'm in the office You can't get with me, so fucking get off us You know I had to go, I'm in your fucking throat It's an esophagus, I'm eating on your asparagus I'm, okay, okay I'ma bring it back though, I, get a, I got a little excited I got a little excited, okay, here we go Here we go, okay yeah, yeah, hey, I got a little too excited for my own good, and but you can't write this shit even wish you could, you know, you can't fuck with me, you can't duck with me, you can't go to the store and pluck with me, I got the taste, that shit is divine, we're here, it looks nice, the set design, I brought it back to the words from the beginning, you know, every time I lose, bitch, I'm winning, and I'm winning and getting all the cash, but I'ma wrap it up something real fast, it's been a whole Good season for us But I'ma show y'all how we get good like bust up rhymes When we think of these lines We flip these words like we flipping the dimes But we ain't selling the work We just like to go berserk And hear these words We bring it just like we serve uh, It's been a good season of the mixed table uh, I hope you all just paying attention It's the intention And I don't know Hope you got it all for dimensions You know Something like that Something like that. <sighs> thank you, thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. No, please. Well deserved. Well deserved. No. This is you, for you. This you, is for you. You're, you. You're the real heroes. Ah. Uh, well, well, Joe, I love I love when like sports teams do that where they're like, you, you're the re like we won the Super Bowl, but you did it. <laughs> no, you guys did it, but you're not getting a check or a ring or any of the recognition, but you did it. Love it or hate it. You, you watched. watched, you know, well, here we are at the end. I guess the only thing left for us to do is just let the people know what we got coming up in the upcoming future or where they can find us and all our good stuff so yeah uh, i'll kick it off first things first you know what time it is um in the description of the video in the description of the podcast you'll find a link with every single beat that you heard today 
this shit was really nice. A lot of these people, like, I, I literally just searched up Tina Marie type beat, and a lot of these had, like, 80 plays. Go check them out. They were really cool. You've got friends that make music. You've got friends that make art. You've got friends that do shit. You've got friends trying to quit their job. Encourage them please spread some love go give some people a hug my name is young seppi you can find me on any platform young seppi spell it out y-u-n-g-s-e-p-p-i every single platform the same way that was fun now what will be out i'll have some concerts coming if you live in portugal i'm definitely gonna have some concerts coming um i'm trying to make an american tour happen so if you're a rapper that lives in a city that's not atlanta get in contact let's do a show um i think that's it tyrone please tell these people what's in your future uh so i guess for me what you can look for is you can look for some some writing some blog posts who knows where they'll be posted maybe they'll be on my website that will have a name by the time this comes out uh or maybe you'll see it on the pussy power uh blog ppowerworldwide.com you can find it there um i guess you can also look for you know music videos and things about jelani imani you can find all of his stuff at jelani imani uh or you could just come on any of my pages uh east not weast on instagram uh that's really all i use nowadays i don't care for tiktok i'm not on twitter so yeah um and and if you need a photographer if you need somebody to do a write-up for you for something like this is the guy to ask i promise you want somebody to cover something or you know help you make a podcast any of those things i'm available for that so a couple more shout outs real quick one more time the mars team diogo patty laura thank you for all that y'all do um the people that have been working with the smoking aliens the orange buzz band freaking ego youth everybody out of portugal fucking strings caesar thanks to all of y'all fucking antonio pina all the pedros all the fucking Marias, all of you out there. Thank you. Um, my friends here, shout out to Will Brueggemann. Shout out to Joseph Lopez. Um, shout out to everybody that's ever been on the show. Uh, shout out to anybody that's ever been nice to me. Shout out to Tyrone's mom. Shout out to my parents. Um, I'm going to ban the word shout outs next. <laughs> we've had so many shout outs between this Vash and Trill. Anyways, uh, hey, if you can't beat them, join them. Exactly. Well, that is going to do it for us over here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you, everybody. Oh, and shout out to Kaylee. Um, shout out to Lee. I, that was shout out to my girlfriend. She's really cool. Um, everybody gets one, you know? So that's going to do it for us over here at the mixed table. Uh, tune in next season where Joe and I and all of our guests and our uh, crazy crew of people down here in the city will be sitting here and we'll be mixing it up. So have a good one and we'll see you next time.